Hello everyone, it's episode 47, hockey started last week and this season is revving, McDavid's still Jesus, Crosby's still got it all, and Alexander Ovechkin can't follow COVID protocol. The rules may be extreme, but hey, heed my advice, just do as you're told or you won't see the ice. The Dallas Stars are still stuck, haven't played one single game yet, and even though he makes millions, Evander Kane's still in debt. Buck and the boss men are back to recap all of the first week, and we're thrilled that you're here to listen to us speak. Let's get things started. Let's go drop the puck. We are your hosts. I'm the boss man, and here's Buck. Yay! What's happening? Not much, buddy. How's your week going? It's going good. It's going good, man. Just another week at home. You know how it is. Well, I guess you don't. You're still at work, but... Still working every day, mask on, beard tucked. It's a lifestyle. Do you guys gotta wear the face shields like uh, like Boof there? No, not not a full like plastic face shield, just like the the, the mask. Just coverings. the mask, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, it's gonna be rough with that beard. You know what it is? The problem is it it fucks it up. So when I wear the mask, it like it cr- puts a crease underneath my chin. Yeah, and then like and the, you take it off, it looks and the beard look, just looks silly. So I, it's like hot hair on your face. That's what it. That's what it is, and then like it, it happens quicker than hot hair. Because my, uh, my breathing within the mask warms everything up and like, like the condensation just like, like it's like, it, like I don't want to say it's wetting the beard, but it, like it, the moisture like <laughs> repositions it. It's like fucking, yeah, it's such a hassle. It's greasy is what it is. I can't say I'm enjoying it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the, the, the COVID protocols, but hey, now there's Alexander Ovechkin. Hey, yeah. So what the fuck? Weird, weird situation. So, do you want to update update the listeners on what happened there, Rye? Yeah. Oh, you want me to do it? Okay. Well, we can both do it, but... Oh, well, we can tag team it. Okay, let's do it. So, Alexander Ovechkin, Ilya Samsonov... Kuzi. Uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov and Dmitry Orlov. Yeah, a bunch of ovs. We're all off and out in a hotel room together. Not wearing masks, and that's that's not the league's oh, not no. down with that. The no, they are not. They are fucking strict. See the punishment. Mm-hmm. All four players, basically, all four of those players are very important to that team. Like I'd say very so. important. I would say so. And all of them are missing the next four games. Four games due to that. Um, apparently, they also were all in contact with someone with COVID. That's why the league's snapping, I guess. I guess so, yeah. So they, they're all required to quarantine for the next seven days. And then I think after five days, it said they're tested to see if they're still negative before they can come back. But apparently, they're going to miss the next four games due to and, and the breaking le- protocol. And the league find the team 100 grand. 100 grand on top I mean, of that. Which yeah. is like nothing to a, the Washington fucking Capitals. But I mean, it's still like. Still like. Kind yeah. of a slap in the face a little bit. It, it, it'd be like if somebody like took a fiver from me. I'd be like, man, it's a fiver. Fuck. <laughs> you don't really care about it, but you do. You're like, oh, it's, it's like it's two like, coffees. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, give me that five bones back, bro. It's, it's like a sandwich. Yeah, I'm not, it, It's almost half a foot long at Subway. Yeah, half a foot long at Subway, bro. Yeah, so that's like it's like half a foot long at Subway for everyone who's ever worked in the Washington Capitals organization. Yeah, probably. Just kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal, yeah. You could tell they were not happy. Let's just put it that and way. How about, how about Ovechkin's statement, eh? Yeah, it's a little sarcastic, I think. <laughs> he's so he's so unimpressed. What did he say? I think I have it here. Yeah. Uh, did you see what his wife came out and posted? Okay, so his wife's a maniac. She's furious. Like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't want to say maniac, but like... It makes sense, though. Oh yeah, I get where she's coming from. It's like uh, you, you're gonna post that. That's that's the play, right? You're gonna you're gonna post that. Okay, I'm gonna pull that you're up sure about while that? you. Uh, da, da, da. You're already gonna pause and delete this. Here we this, go. This is stupid. We shouldn't have had. Like... Here we go. I got it. <laughs> go ahead. So this is what Alex Ovechkin's wife came out and posted. She said, "Of course, only Russian players of Washington Capitals." Now, originally it was written in Russian, so this translation might be a little weird. But So she says, of course, only Russian players of Washington Capitals were together in the same hotel room. Of course, all of the other NHL players, when playing away, separating themselves from their teammates. Of course, you can't catch the virus when you and your teammates sit together on the bench, hug each other when they score a goal or when they're all together in the lounge or locker room. 
players can't get infected when they're at the restaurants, supermarkets, malls, etc. The virus only works in a hotel room. The one who came up with this rule obviously is very logical. By the way, both Alex Ovechkin and Dmitry Orlov have antibodies. Unfortunately, not everyone is competent in their antibodies' value and properties. That's what she said. Like, I hear it. I like it makes sense. Like, she's she, she's totally right. Like, they, these guys hang out with each other all day, hug each other on the bench after scoring goals and shit. Share like, water bottles. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure they're doing their best to not share water bottles, but. They're probably doing that beforehand. Like, you don't want to drink what's in Ovechkin's water bottle, dude. That guy has Coke. Yeah, <laughs> he drinks Coke during the game. Exactly. And other people, I think, I think he's a Dr Pepper guy. But regardless, oh, is he? I'm pretty sure. Oh, but regardless, he's a maniac. So I'm sure the other guy's like, no, I just have water, thank you, or Gatorade, please. Dude, I am actually not shocked that Ovi just rips Dr Pepper in his bottle. Okay, so game. yeah, so what he said was, I regret my choice to spend time together with my teammates in our hotel room and away from the locker room areas. I will learn from this experience. Like, he's so like, oh, oh, I have to, oh, Ted, Ted, you're saying I have to issue an apology for hanging out with the people I see every day at work, don't wear a mask with on the ice in practice or in games, but I can't go to Ilya's hotel room and just chill with the Ovs. Just with the Ovs. Yeah, like, I don't get it. Like it. I understand why he's writing an apology. He is the captain. He's a no, fucking like, icon. That, that's why league. he has to. And so that's, that's why like Teddy Leonsis was like, oh, Alex, can I, can I yeah. get you to do this? He's, oh, you make a lot of money. And he's like, I fucking guess so. Because, like That's what this, this statement says to me. Like, like he, he explicitly says, I regret my choice to spend time together with my teammates in our hotel room away from the locker room areas. He's like... <laughs> He's like, so basically, like, in the locker room, I could do this, but in the hotel room, God forbid. Yeah. Which is hilarious, but I'm, I'm just, I'm thrilled. Okay. I'm thrilled we're already getting interesting storylines about, like, misbehaving players. However, I prefer it when it's like, this player was out, like, partying the night before a game, and, like, I prefer, like, the interesting shit. Like, oh, Evgeny Kuznetsov caught doing blow off of hookers. You know what I mean? Like the good stuff. <laughs> I don't... Off of hookers. I'm so I'm so much less excited to hear that four, yeah. four Russians were hanging out in the Russian hotel room not drinking white Russians. It's just like it's so, such a boring storyline. Like I don't care that these guys are hanging out with the people they work with outside of work alone. I don't, I don't know. It's just like... I, yeah, I, it's, like you got to respect the, the COVID protocols and shit, I guess. But like, come the fuck on, man! Like, mm-hmm. these guys see each other every day, so for the for the lead to come down with a with a hefty fine, and I guess like someone must have tested positive. Like, well, like, that's the thing. It said they were in contact with someone who tested positive, so like, or one of them at least was. So mm-hmm. that's I think that's why there's such a big deal around it. Like, I get it, but like, if they weren't hanging out in this hotel room, then the next game, that person who was exposed. Could just expose anybody anyway, like yeah, and it doesn't even mention who basically was test like who tested positive for it in the first like, place. You're but. you're almost more susceptible to no, sorry, you are you are more susceptible susceptible to uh, contracting an illness playing on the ice and like in a sporting event. Like like people are breathing heavy and like sweat s- everywhere, sweat and spit yeah. and shit all over the place during a live action game, whereas in a hotel room playing euchre i don't know like i just you think those boys just rip euchre yeah there's four of them what else would they be doing it's the only logical (laughs) thing it's the perfect four-player game true i think we could rip any one of them of the ovs yeah you think buck and the boss man should challenge the ovs to a euchre game i think we should all right i'm in you hear that or love and who's probably the next worst? Probably Kuznetsov. I can't see him being very good at it. No, he's probably distracted the whole game. He's probably just got lines on the table. Just... Yeah, yeah. We we could we could beat Kuznetsov and Orlov. Yeah, Kuzi would be too fired up. He'd be like, <laughs> he wouldn't be able to focus. Um, well that so that's that's one storyline. That's one storyline from so the like, beginning of the season. One thing I've noticed, and we kind of just briefly talked about, is the COVID-19 protocol list. So, like, a lot of players are on this list, and I guess they just sit out a game because, 
what was it again? They're they're like at risk of possibly having it. Is that what it was? The list. So the people put. Uh, sorry, the NHL puts players on the COVID list if you are uh, a uh, have contracted a positive COVID test. Uh, B, if you've been in close contact with somebody who's uh, who's had the virus, so they quarantine you just to be safe. Or then if you're quarantining uh, due to extenuating circumstances, if you're quarantining, if you've been in close contact with, or if you have tested positive, those are the reasons you'd be put on the COVID list. Okay. So I guess determining these, these four individuals, one of them was in contact with somebody who, I guess maybe that's where the NHL is coming from. So the one player, yeah, was in contact with somebody who's, who tested positive, and so that just, guy would have already been on the COVID list. Yeah, and but then he joined a room with three other guys. He's hanging out with his boys. The boys. So yeah, the Ob boys. Yeah, the Ob's exactly. So I, I guess that's the whole thing. And fucking Dallas hasn't even played a game yet. Now they have a game scheduled for tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Are they back? Do we know? It sounds like it sounds so far so good. Everyone's testing negative so far. I guess. Yeah. Fuck, they got to get that season started. How, how do you, all right, right, right to Dallas. How do you think they bounce back from this season so far, from the, from last season so far? Now, now like, they've, they've been stick, stuck at home. They've been just brewing, right? Everyone's just getting fired up. Everyone wants to play the first game. Still, still stung from that Tampa Bay Lightning victory a few, just a few months ago. I think... Without Sagan, they're not going to have Sagan until March. And until Bishop comes back, I don't see them being that competitive. You don't think Kadobin's even worth it? Like, I think he's a good goalie, but I don't think he's good enough to play every game, you know? And they did miss the opening four games of the season. Four or five. Mm. Um, so he's going to be playing a lot of fucking back. To, uh, who's their backup? Probably some random goalie they pulled up, but or a guy on the taxi squad. But, anyways, I, I honestly don't think they're going to be too great until at least Bish and Sag come back. Big parts of their team. So, plus they're, I mean, they're going to play some pretty tough players in their division. Tampa Bay, Carolina. Dude, I'm a, I'm putting so much money on them in their first game against Tampa. They're like, T- Tampa's just coaching already. Like they're, like they're good. They're gonna, they're gonna roll over the bad teams, but Dallas has a bone to pick with them. All right, man. Whatever you say. I'm not saying that they're a better team than Tampa Bay. They're not. But you, you think they're gonna win the first game? I think they're, they'll, they'll take the first one. So just, just out of want. No training camp. Nothing. They're fucking cold. Tampa will have probably four games under their belt. Four or five. Or actually, no. They were supposed to play each other last week, so yeah, they, they probably yeah. won't be playing each other for a while. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be a good game anyway. Here, I, oh, I have it right here. It's uh, February 18th. Okay, so, yeah, basically a month. Yeah, they'll have their legs under them by then. Yeah. I mean, I see Tampa going undefeated this season, so I don't know. Yeah. Hey, okay, here, actually, undefeated this season. That Obviously, Tampa's not going to do that because they literally can't do it because they've already lost. Tampa hasn't lost. Oh wait. Oh sorry. No. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I apologize. They have not lost yet. I have a Vegas. I, I, I have a note written down here. But yeah. So okay, here, here's what I want to do, Buck. I, I wrote down a few things. Okay. Just I want to just sit here and overreact about the start of the season. <laughs> I want to just bring up I like it. Bring up some talking points and we'll just we'll just overreact. We'll just and and we'll talk about if we should be overreacting or if this is if are we overreacting or is there's the real shit going on. I I know one of the topics you're going to bring up right away. All right, if, if you can hit it, go ahead. Bobby Ryan. Dude. Is that one of your stories? Absolutely. That's yeah. one of the like, Is it's Bobby Ryan back? Is he back? Is Dude, the guy has Bobby four Ryan goals. Back. He's tied for first in the league with four goals right now to start the season. Four goals, three games played. He's playing second line above Tyler Bertuzzi. I I don't know, dude. He's got like fucking twenty penalty minutes too. Love the guy. He so he hasn't had a thirty goal season since twenty twelve. He hasn't had a twenty goal season since twenty sixteen, and he just started this fifty six game sprint with a, with four goals. Okay, so that being said, do you think he hits twenty goals this year? And okay, and let's 
let's keep in mind that hitting 20 goals in a 56-game season is way more impressive than a normal 20-goal season is. Yes, of course. So do I think he hits 20 goals? I would have never said this in a million years. But I'm looking at it right now, and it, four goals just to kick off the season is a good start. And then I don't, he's not gonna keep this pace up. Like, don't get, like, no, I'm not out of my mind here, but four goals to start, uh, it's pretty fucking good starting point. Yeah. It's kind of where you want to be. So could he hit 20? Dude, I fucking think he could. Dude, I fucking hope he does. What a, dude, like, what a comeback story that would be. Yeah. Well, how, like, how guy's awesome. been in the gutter for like the last fucking four seasons. Hasn't done shit, basically. Mm hmm. And now it just gets traded, new fresh start. Apparently, he's like feeling the best he's ever felt. I mean, it's healthy. I mean, they always say that. Uh, it's true, yeah. But uh, it's, it's always, oh, you know, I've never felt this good in my career. Like, <laughs> especially like the later and the older they get, that like they're always like just pushing for the new contract, right? They're like, yeah. oh man, I've never felt so good, never felt so alive. Well, I've never had so much drive to play the game, man. Like, yeah, they're just always feeding this bullshit. But Bobby I mean, Ro- so far, so good. It looks like he's going to get a nice little contract if he keeps this pace up. Dude, Bobby Ryan's. I'm so ha- I'm so happy for Bobby Ryan, and it was it was fine too. I was listening to like one of our our, our preseason episodes, and we we said some shit like, "Is Bobby Ryan going to make a difference to the Detroit Red Wings?" And we both <laughs> laughed. We're like, no. No, he's not. <laughs> well, like, I, I think specifically we said, is Bobby Ryan and Mark Stahl going to make a difference to the Detroit Red Wings? And we just laughed. So Detroit is 2-2 two and two to start the season. Yes. Which I don't think anyone saw coming. No one predicted a 500 start for them. Absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. Grice looks decent in net. I think that's he's definitely better than than Jimmy. I would say so. Yeah, um, I agree with you. And yeah, their offense, like Larkin's back. He's he's got a good start. Bert's doing his thing. Uh obviously we just talked about Bobby Ryan is scoring. Um who else is uh Zadina on the team? He's doing all right. Yep. Manta's been good. Uh their D isn't their D's probably their weakest part by far, but like the team's not really covered in, in very sexy names. Like I don't get horned up thinking about them. No. But they uh they're surprising people. Yeah. And not surprising me. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Now, is, now, let me ask you this, Buck. Is, are we overreacting? Is this a hot start for Bobby Ryan? We're like, man, Jesus, the Red Wings. Ha- like, good uh, good 500 start. Like, you know, they, if they keep this up, they could contend for a playoff spot. No, I think we're overreacting for the team. But I, I do think Bobby has a good season for himself. I don't see the Red Wings. They're either dead last or second last in this division still. I mean... <laughs> we, like we, we just pumped like the Zadinas look good, you know. Uh, Larkers look well, good. They, they, we're sitting there just pumping tires. And we're like they're dead last or second last <laughs> in this division. They've looked good for the team they have so far, but I don't see this team making playoffs in this division at all. Nashville's looked a lot better this year, um, so they're definitely in the playoff mix now. I know we're we're hit or miss on them uh, before the season started. So Nashville, you're saying Nashville? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh I'm a little upset with that to be honest with you. I was really expecting nothing out of Nashville, and they're actually playing well. They're playing very well. So it's yeah. kind of pissing me off, if we're being honest. But dude, UC Soros. I know he's wicked. He's nasty. He's, he went undrafted in some of our leagues. I I actually just made a trade for him in one of my leagues. Did you? Yeah. Who'd you trade? I'll, it's a whole thing. I'll get into it later. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. But you're right, dude. Detroit. Does, okay, you do you say Nashville squeaks into the playoffs there? I think so. Do, do you I think, think you got Carolina, think Tampa, Carolina, Tampa, Dallas, Nashville? That's what you're saying. I I I still think Florida doesn't make playoffs. Okay, so Florida, Columbus, Detroit, Chicago are out. Yes. Actually, yeah, I don't see Columbus. You making know what? This you know what? Year. I'm with you, dude. Detroit could actually come in second last and beat Chicago. I think Chicago's honestly got a worse team. Overall, but, like they've got uh, Patrick Kane. Like they've got Patty Kane and Debrinkat. But like you think of their decor, like I, I can't even call Duncan Keith good anymore. Like apparently he's uh I heard he's requesting a trade after the season if Chicago doesn't make playoffs. Well they're not gonna make the playoffs. Right. So especially with Taves out, like they're not gonna make the playoffs. And that's the thing. They they're not gonna have Taves for a bit. Like, this team is hopeless. Their goaltending sucks. Sucks. Their D sucks. Their offense, they have one good line. One good line. Like, that's it. Ugh. 
It, yeah, it, it's a tough time in Chicago. Did you see Patty Kane's backhand goal the other night? Yeah. Oh my Dude. God. Dude, see, that's the thing, man. Kane is still absolutely disgusting. You're right, but he can't carry this team to the playoffs. Okay. There's no way. Okay, now hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, Taylor Hall and the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, but even that Devils team is better than the Would Chicago you say? one. Like, I think for so. Sure? They they were deeper offensively and better defensively for sure. And who who was in net at the time? Who was in net from New Jersey? Yeah, was it was it Schneider? No, no. Was it Blackwood? No, no. Blackwood became relevant last year. Dude, I that's the thing. Talking about Blackwood, that guy's been a stud. I fucking knew it, man. I knew he was gonna be good this year. Okay, so that's another overreaction we got to talk about. Are the New Jersey Devils? Gonna be fun this year, dude. Let's talk about Jack Hughes. Okay. Whoa. Absolutely, dude. Let's talk about Jack Hughes. Six points in three games to start the season. The guy's on a tear. Uh, him, him, and Quinn must have really just been hustling all summer, or not summer, all fall. I guess it was all, all off season. He, he put on uh, some muscle. Apparently, he put on some size. That's another thing every player says at the start of every year. Oh yeah, you know I really worked out this summer, put on a lot of muscle. Feeling better than I've ever been. Feel feel better than I ever felt. And uh, Jack Hughes is actually on my waiver wire of the week. Um, he's I wouldn't call him my first because he's rostered and he's rostered in seventy seven percent of teams, which okay. is pretty low for Jack Hughes in the start he's had. I think it should be way higher. Okay, so he's he's one of my honorable picks this week. Well, I'll get into my pick of the week later. Later, though. later, yeah. in, later in the show. Okay. I just figured I'd say it now because we're talking about him. Since we're talking about him, yeah, but. Dude. Okay, so the New Jersey Devils are 2-0-1 to start the season. Good for uh, third in the Eastern Division. I know it's early as hell, but third yeah. in the Eastern Division. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood with a 9.48 save percentage after three games. Yes. A 9.48 save percentage after three games. Yep. With, with Blackwood, if Blackwood plays out of his mind and Jack Hughes keeps this up, are we, are we looking... Are we looking at a, at a playoff New Jersey Devils team? Reaction? I don't want to say re- reaction yes. or overreaction. I think overreaction. It's still early. Like we, they've played three games. You know, like I think we got to relax a bit. I do think Blackwood. Is this his, technically his Calder season? No, eh. I don't think so. No. No. Okay. But like, I no, think he's no, gonna maybe. be a nine twenty save percentage guy this year, and he's gonna put up. 20, 20 wins, I, I'm going to say. Okay, 9, 20, 20 wins. Man, that's pretty fucking good. Pretty good. He's going to play pretty much every game. Uh, I know he's on that COVID protocol list tonight, so he's not playing tonight, but I think he's just going to miss this game. Um, but yeah, Mackenzie Blackwood is definitely, definitely a light for that team. Um other than that, though, Jack Hughes, like we said, is looking nice. Kyle Palmieri's always been good. He knows how to score. Um, Pavel Zaka, you got Gusev. Uh, who's the Who's the new Russian on their team? You got the OT winner the other night against. Um, you talking about Gusev? No, I just, um, I, I've, I've, I haven't watched a full Devils game. I'm not oh, sure about the fuck. OT winner. Couldn't even tell you. The um, the I think fuck, I think I saw the highlights too. I can't think of it right now. Um, but yeah, if Hughes keeps this up and Blackwood, oh Sharon Govich, oh yeah Sharon Govich, there yeah. you go, Yegor, Yegor is his name, Yegor Sharon Govich. So the top line has been Sharon Govich, Jack Hughes, and Kyle Palmieri, and that line has been fire. Um, and then Zajac is still good; he's veteran. Yep. Uh, Miles Wood actually has been wicked for that team. Miles Wood, Fox. He's got four points to start the year. Um. Pavel Zak has looked okay. Gusev's up there. Um, they're they're D's okay. I'm looking at Ryan Murray, PK. You got Dmitry Kulikov, Damon Severson. Like they're they're okay. I definitely say they have better defense than Chicago and Detroit. Um, but yeah, they've uh, they've been playing well so far. I don't see them being a playoff team in that division. No, like come on, that division's so fucking tough, man. Like Boston's not making it. They're not looking good so far. Okay, so overreaction. Are, are we? Like, let's talk about Boston because I'm. 
No, Dude, I, I said I'm this pre. I said, my the, guns, I said this bro. preseason. I was like, Boston. They they didn't they didn't do what they had to do on the blue line. They let Krug walk. They let Char walk. Uh, both questionable moves. Uh, like, let, we, let, we have a bet on them making the playoffs. Hey. I didn't bet on Boston to make the playoffs. What did we bet on last week? Because I put, I definitely said that they were not making playoffs, and I thought we bet on it. No, I would have not bet on Boston to make the playoffs for sure. Okay, we'll go back and look at no, that. No, the bet we made was for Carolina. You know, you're the bet. Oh, so that for, was Tampa to yeah, win yeah. the division, and, I, and I'm like... You said Carolina. No, I said, and you'll give me the rest of the division? You went, yep. And then Jeff called you out in the group chat. He goes, Bucky, you shouldn't have taken those odds. <laughs> dude, you know what? I, I'm still confident, dude. Like, they're still number one on the power rankings I saw today. They don't even have Cooch, and they're still number one. Like, you can talk all you want about Colorado, and they're cute, but we're missing our best cute. player, and cute. top five players in the league, and we're still projected the best team in the league. So, you know what? Okay, what what bullshit hockey Instagram page showed you a power ranking? That, it was NHL. They do dude, the power rankings. Dude, how dumb is the NHL to put the Tampa Bay Lightning still atop the, the power ranking? I got to say, if I, uh, I would definitely have Vegas probably ahead of Colorado at this point. So, all right. Vegas is a better team than the Colorado Avalanche. They yeah. are. Are the Vegas Golden Knights unstoppable? They, honestly, I think at this point, if I had to say who would win the cup, the finals for me is going to be Tampa, Vegas. Mm. And I, Vegas could take it. Like, they're fucking good. They're 4-0 to start the year. Mark Stone has looked like a freak. Mark Stone I've been I know. preaching. I love Mark Stone. So I still don't think. You know what? I he's might. Have, so nasty. He's got to be top five now. Absolutely, he's, he's disgusting. Dude. He's a freak out there. He's so good. He I, does everything. So I've been watching a lot of Vegas games because I have Vegas players. And okay. they're a lot of fun to watch. And uh, yeah, he's a fucking beast, Mark Stone. Beast, dude. Him and Pacioretty together have been money. Yeah, dude. They're so much fun to watch. Like, I, now, I, I'm, not, I'm not as fortunate as you with like. You know, I I don't have a start time for work. I yeah, just, those are some can, late games. I can sleep all day, so I got to get up. So I've been, I've been able to watch all the West Coast games that I want to watch. But man, do I love that Vegas team! Yeah, dude, four and zero to start the year. The goalie tandem is absolutely disgusting. It's got to be probably the best in the league. But Petrangelo's off to a slow start points wise, but he's still he's, he, he's. I think he had two last night, and he got his first goal. There you go. So he, he he's been qu- he's been quick. Like his his legs are under. You can tell he he fits into that system. He makes everyone better. It it's been awesome, dude. So funny thing from last night's game. He mm-hmm. got his first goal for the uh, Golden Knights. It was a snipe, and uh, he wanted to keep the puck for his first goal in the new team. And no one could find the puck. They thought it was in Kemper's equipment. They were looking. They were looking all around, and and then they show the replay and. As soon as he scores, Chalmerson just rips the puck out of the fucking ring. <laughs> just just puts it over the board. So they had to have like a search team go look for it in the stands. That's hilarious. Yeah, Chalmerson's but, like, fuck you. Yeah, but they found it. So, oh, well. But yeah, it was a nice goal. A Shea Theodore had two last night. Dude, that guy's a freak. Dude, that's just the thing, man. In Vegas now that you have like... You already had Shea Theodore. Like, yeah, you didn't need Petrangelo. No, you didn't. And it's just like and the fact that they can they can have those two guys like playing separately and just like there's it's just pure domination all the time. Dude, and they have this kid named Zach Whitecloud. It's a younger guy. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, he's yeah. disgusting defensively. Yeah, White, White Cloud's nasty. And uh, Braden McNabb too. Like both those guys, dude. Their team is so deep. Oh, like they might, like, dude. The deepest team in the league, and like. They probably the deepest team. In, uh, I don't know. Dude, keep it up with the, Maybe not the deepest, but they're probably playing the best right you now. You know what I mean? Like, but what, where I'm looking at it from is like they don't like they don't have like the nicest top six in the league or like the flashiest this or the flashy. But like they're they are so deep. Like they do, and that's been the that's been Vegas's thing since they came into the league. Like four lines that can all play, and they come at you hard every night. And the thing that used to be awesome was. Like a how crazy the fans were there, and especially that first season, like every team was just stoked for their first trip to Vegas, and it the Vegas flu was a real thing, it absolutely was. So one thing I want to say though, they're four zero to start the year, but they've played some easier teams so far. 
So I don't want to get too hot and horny yet because they haven't played the Blues or the Avalanche yet. Okay. So that is one thing to take into consider. They've played the Coyotes and um, Minnesota, I believe. Or maybe the Kings. Anyway, they've played shittier teams. So um, I yeah. don't want to get too fucking hot and bothered yet over the Golden Knights, but so far they're looking very, very nice. So. Yeah, they played. Sorry, just yeah, they played Anaheim and oh, Arizona Anaheim. twice. That's what it was. Anaheim twice and Arizona twice. So yeah, not great. And then they have Arizona again for the next two. They have a yeah. four-game Coyotes stand. So that's I mean that's, that's a pretty nice way to start the season. You just get to play Anaheim and Arizona. Yeah. But then next Tuesday, January twenty-sixth, St. Louis comes to town. There you go. And I think like and it's it's gonna be a little two-game back-to-backer in Vegas. I'm super excited to see what the Vegas Golden Knights do coming to meet Petrangelo at his new at his new spot. So how about the Blues now? Let's talk about the Blues quick. Yeah. Kind of a weird start. So the first game, they pretty much whoop the Avalanche. 5-2, I think the score was. Yeah, yeah, 5-2. Dummy them. Yeah, so I think we talked about that game last week. We did, and then they get crucified. Crucified the next, the next game. Yeah, absolutely. And then Bennington's kind of been shaky too. They've they lost one to the Sharks. They dropped one and then won the next one. So they're where are they right now? Two and two. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They beat the Avs four one. Then they got thumped eight nothing. Then they beat the Sharks five four. And then the Sharks beat them two one. So yeah, they're two and two. They're two. Oh, they're two one and one because they lost in the in over. Oh, in, in shootout. In, in shootout yeah, the last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, you know what? Like the Sharks, like where where do you rank the Sharks? Like they're one of those weird teams where they're not good. Their goaltending's horrid, <laughs> dude. Their dude, goaltending's it, hilarious, <laughs> dude. Like why isn't Dubnik in net? Like even do I honestly don't see Dubnik as that like that like, fun, dude. Like, has he even started yet? Because every game I've seen so far, it's been uh, fucking what's his name? And he's shit. Uh, who's uh, there? Mike Jones, uh, Martin Jones, Martin Jones, exactly. Uh, yeah, but the, the Sharks are they're they're winning high scoring games. They they beat the Yotes four three, then they lost to the Yotes five three, then they lost to the Blues five four, and then of course they had the shootout winner yesterday. But I don't know, man. Like the Sharks are at the very least interesting. Uh, let me ask you this: if you if you're the Sharks general manager. Do you leave one of Brent Burns and Eric Carlson exposed in the expansion draft? Whoa. Because both have massive contracts till 2025 and 2027. I think so. With Both at $10 plus million a year. I think you leave one. Now, who would you leave open? I honestly, I would leave Carlson. I think Burns has been a better. Def- I do not. Carlson is not good anymore, man. He lost it. That guy is a completely different player. I watched two uh, Sharks games last week. Yeah, dude, he looks rough. Dude, like that. Like they needed. They needed a bounce back from those two guys so badly to be relevant this year, and I haven't really seen it yet. And I don't. I don't know if it'll happen. The only reason I'd probably keep Burns is um, the sick beard. Just like his ability to get the puck to the net. He's one of the best guys in the league to do that. Mm-hmm. So the scoring chances he generates just from shooting on net, I mean, you can't replace that. And Carlson just doesn't have that. That's true. I think Carlson might have a little bit of the upper edge in his own zone. But yeah, like, I sure. think I'd take Burns just for that just for that ability to get the puck to the net. You also don't have him on contract for as long. So if Carlson is just completely over the hill... You have to deal with it for another two years. Plus, Carlson literally lives on the IR, where like Burns is actually like at least he's at least, yeah he he might not be uh, performing the way you want him to all the time, but he at least he's on the ice. Yeah, exactly. He's he's hardly ever hurt that guy. So, man, it's just crazy. Like Eric Carlson's gone from like look, there was legitimate the people saying he was the best player in the league. 
Like people were like, there was a time when people were, were picking Eric Carlson over Crosby. It was silly, mind you, dude. And it wasn't that long ago. No. It was like three years ago, four, four years, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. And people were legitimately saying Eric Carlson is the best thing since sliced bread. It's like, dude, it's like he lost his mojo. Like he's been hurt a lot, which hurts you. I know. Mm. Like obviously the injuries are taking a toll. Yeah, but like yeah. it's like he like lost his fucking his confidence. Like he he just does not play the same way anymore. It's it sucks, man. But what are you gonna do, dude? Sorry, <laughs> I was gonna make a joke and just chirp your hard hitting journalism by saying injuries hurt. I was like, yeah, dude, injuries hurt. I believe it. Put it on a billboard. Yeah, injuries hurt. It's like the um, the fucking injury lawyers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> injuries hurt. <laughs> there was one I saw last night. It was a guy named Navi. I guess he's in Vegas. Right. He's an injury lawyer and a commercial kept coming on uh, during the Vegas game. Okay. So it just went, Navi, injury lawyers. And then it's like, he'll get you settlement money or something like that. It was super dumb, the commercial. Well, that's not a very good commercial. No, no. And it oh. just show this guy and he's like classic, like arms crossed. Like, arms crossed, eyes squinted with the... Yeah. Wearing like a fucking very expensive suit. Just like, yeah, this guy's gonna... Navi, like Feliz, Navidad. Yeah, yeah, I spelled different though. I think it was N A V I Q or something oh, like that. Navik. Yeah, but like the Q is silent. Silent Q. Navi, Navi. Wow. Okay. Anyways. Um. Okay. So we're we're not overreacting on Vegas so far, or we are. No, I don't think, I don't we, think are. we are. I don't think we're no, reacting. like I think like hot start. They're definitely gonna lose games. But they have started. They're looking nice. They've played some dog shit teams, though. Okay, Let, let's wait and see them play but, the Blues and Avs. But but they're like they're playing well. Like they're playing as a team. Oh, it's fuck. like they're not. They're playing nice. Yeah, they're they're doing really well. And actually, that brings me to one of my other honorable mention pickups of the week: Alex Tuck. Ooh, Alex Tuck talks. Alex Tuck. He uh, he had a three point night last night. He looked amazing. The guy was all over the ice. He's a big body, and he's only rostered in 15% of leagues. That's good. 15. It's a joke. I think he plays third-line minutes, but he's on the first power play with all the boys, Stone Patches, uh, Petrangelo, and I think Carlson is on that one. So uh, definitely worth a pickup. Definitely worth a pickup. No shit. Uh, all right. So we're not overreacting for Vegas. Um, is the relaxed... COVID laws in the state of Florida uh, benefiting the two hockey teams to play there, both being undefeated. Tampa Bay and Florida Panthers both 2-0 to start the season. <sighs> Who did Florida play again? They just got a series. They, they, had, they had a late start. They started against uh, Chicago was Chicago. their first game. Yeah. And oh, dude! How about Keith Yandel? That's go ahead. You you can talk. I'll I'll, I'll pull it up. Like, so Keith Yandel goes from being talked about being scratched to start the season to end his Ironman streak right now. Possible scratch like makes no fucking sense. The guy's a power play wizard, and he puts up over forty points every season. Why would you scratch this guy? I don't, I have no idea. Like, do you think there was some kind of falling out with Gwenville or? I would think there has to be for something silly like that. Oh, oh, sorry. Both their start, both their first two games were against the Blackhawks. Okay, so <laughs> they won five two and five four in overtime. Actually, both Tampa's games are against the Blackhawks too. So <laughs> <laughs> the poor Blackhawks, dude. That's what it is. The, the, the only reason this is happening is because like the, the Florida teams live in Florida, and the Blackhawks were like, "All right, we're starting the team not off in Florida, starting the season off in Florida. Let's let's get our beach bods going." Like, like. Uh, what the hell is his name? Alex DeBrincat's just on the on the beach. He probably sunburned his arse, and he, now he's he he can't. He's having trouble skating out there, and that's the problem. That's the problem. With his arse. Yeah, his arse. You don't like. You the said word? it really Canadian. You don't like the word arse. He sunburned his arse. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded very like French Canadian. Just thought it was funny. All right. Well, thanks for calling me out live on the air. Well, I had to, you know. Hey, can we, er- what friends are for. can we erase this part? What? <laughs> no, we can't. Fuck you. Damn it, dude. Um, yeah, so Keith Yandel 
scores in his first game, doesn't get scratched, scores, and then puts up two power play assists the next game. Like, what the fuck were they thinking? Dude. Like, Zonk? Yeah, no shit, dude. It was so laughable. I I, I bet the Panthers, if, you, if anybody cares, I was definitely betting the Panthers that night. Um, it just, it was so it was so weird with all that stuff. Like, like we might scratch the NHL's leading Ironman. At what? What is he? Thirty four? Like he's not it's like he's. It's not like he's over the bridge or anything. No, like, like it doesn't make any sense, dude. So it was stupid. Uh, I imagine, like, with all those rumors circulating, I imagine at some point they're gonna ask him to waive his no trade clause. I, I think so. I think he's gonna be gone at some point. There's just too much disrespect. Like, yeah, you I, could t- he doesn't want to be there either anymore. Like, he's probably like fuck this organization. Yeah, fuck you, Quenville. Suck my nib. Suck my nib. I, I don't know. Like, how, how would you react it? I would have been pissed. Like, it's not like he's he's ever suffered during. Dude, he's been like the one bright spot on their decor yeah. offensively every year for the last four years or since he's been there. Like, yeah, and, I don't and, and, and dude. what like this year with all, with all this taxi squad availability, you're saying like that the Florida Panthers have so much defensive depth that they just they can't warrant putting Keith Yandel in the lineup. Yeah, Give me a fucking break. I know it's fucking crazy. Just just silly. I'm glad he came out the first two games and just fucking shut up the organization. Just like, oh, yeah, you're going to fucking sit me? Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to just destroy you guys. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Crazy, man. Duclair, two points in his last game. Yeah, I mean, good for Duclair, I guess. Like he, Yeah. He had a, he had a pretty rough offseason trying to trying to be an agent for himself. That was kind of a tough go for him. But Yeah. Why guys do that, I have no idea. Like just pay someone that knows what they're doing. What's uh what's been your favorite part about the lightning this far this thus far? Without... Oh my god, dude. Okay, Steven we... Stamkos. I actually regret asking already. Steven fucking Stamkos. <laughs> the guy looks healthy, dude. Like he's looking fire so far. I actually I'm kinda sad I'm missing the game right now, but We'll catch the end of it, but he's looking amazing. Victor Hedman looking amazing. Vazzy hasn't missed a fucking beat. Braden Point's been stupid. Palat's doing his part. Blake Coleman getting in there, being being the feisty little fucker he is. You don't think you might be overreacting because of two games against the Blackhawks so far? <laughs> okay, like to be fair though, like they were both blowouts. Okay. So I think actually one wasn't. Wait, let me think. I, I might be overreacting. I mean, I am a fan, so it's what we do, right? We overreact, but our team starts. In your that. case, you can't because it hasn't been great. But uh, Oh, dude, I love the start so far. I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy with it. And, dude, and, and that's like my thing with being, with being a Leaf fan is whenever they're, like, whenever they're awesome, there's just so much room to be let down. And so far, they, like, they've, been, they've been fun. They've been exciting. That uh, that loss to Edmonton kind of pissed me off, but at the end of the day, like they've they've been they've been they've been fast, they've been fast paced. Uh, even even Joe's gotten his legs under him more than I would have thought he had. Joe's out though, eh? Injury. Yeah, he got hurt last night. So we'll even see. Matthews too, day to day right now. Yeah, I'm not too scared about that. Matthews is a warrior, yeah. probably. Hope I hope. Uh, but dude, Tavares. Tavares has been. Fucking awesome! Six points to Dude, start the season. Th- this is what I wanted out of John Tavares. Like you, you said, how how good Stamkos has been. That's like that's where Tavares is right now. He like he's just. Dude, he, it's the captains, man. Finally, They're fucking leading finally, their team. He's settled in. He he knows he needs to be the be a rock for this team, and he's really really been impressive. So I'm I'm very very happy with John Tavares, and I think that's that's a big part. Like him making the kind of money he does. I need to see a certain level of uh, consistency production, and, and production yeah. out of him. That's it. That's exactly it. I I, I want to see. I've watched a couple of Leaf games so far. Um, I want to see him be more feisty. I want to see Tavares like be more aggressive on the puck, like he is. But I want him to be more. I think he could be a better player if he was more more feisty like like he plays with such finesse guys that he needs to be that grinder on that line you know like he plays with Nylander and uh 
Who's the other? Jimmy VC. Jimmy VC. I hate VC. I can't stand the guy. Yeah, he had a he had a big boneheaded fuck. He like he he's actually talented. He just has like he he's he's got an attitude problem. That's it. He thinks he's. I honestly think he's like Druin, man. They think their shit doesn't sting. Like, I, I didn't like him as soon as he fucking said no to the Preds. Yeah, okay, and and that's that's the thing with VC. He's been getting just crippled in the media since he said no to the Preds. And don't get me wrong, I think it was a, it was a scumbag move too. Like, especially like he had the opportunity to be in the playoffs, like playing up front with with, with Shea Weber and Roman Yossi, and like like it's not like they're a bad team. No, dude, I think it was the year they went to the finals, man. I'm pretty sure that was the year. Yeah, and Nashville's a sick city, like. Yeah, and he goes, no, no, I'm going to return for my last year at Harvard, so I'm not going to join the NHL. Like, kid, is you stupid? Are you a dumb fuck? Do you think his career would be different right now if he said yes to the Preds? I almost do, dude. Yeah. I, I feel like when he didn't, that put a lot of pressure on him to be awesome. And especially, like, with the whole, there was this whole, like, VC watch, and like, where is he going to sign? Who? Buffalo? Toronto? Oh, the Rangers? He's, he, he seems to want to go to a big city. Maybe the Rangers? And there's this big thing, and they're just following him, and no one knew where he was going to go. And it, it was the biggest story of all hockey offseason, and it was so stupid because what the fuck has this kid done to prove it so far? And he, 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 the answer is he did nothing. But right now, for the $700,000 that we're paying him, to put him on the second line, and he's actually like, yeah, he's been semi productive. He's getting shots on that, he's getting chances. He just, he's making mistakes too. And that's what comes with it. Yeah. I'd prefer to have like Nick Robertson there and not uh, not VC, but I mean Robertson's hurt and VC's he's meshing well enough on the line, so I, I don't know, I'm not too mad about it. I don't like him. I don't love him, but I, I think he's been all right. Yeah, I uh, I think the Leafs they're gonna come around. They're having a little bit of trouble here at the start, but like they're playing like the teams they're losing to. So Ottawa, okay, that was a bad loss. Be honest, it was a bad it was, loss. It was it was classic overconfidence. It was Canada losing to the states in the gold medal game. It was classic, like classic. We're so much better than this team, and you go in underestimating them. It happens all the time, and Toronto loves doing it. Yeah, um, but Edmonton. The last night, last night was a weird game. I expected that game to be very high scoring, mm-hmm. and it was not. The Leafs could not score on Koskinen, mm-hmm. which is odd, especially considering I don't know, like. Larson's been good this year. He's leading the league in shot blocks. He's a good defensive defenseman, but like their defensive core, uh, you know what? They're actually not bad. Oilers got a decent defensive core with Nurse. They got Bear back there, young guy. Barry for the offensive part. Um, Nurse, Bear. Larson's league leader in shot blocks. Guy plays in his own end very well. I don't know. Oilers could be that fourth, third playoff team. I guess yeah, I think I think that's where I had them originally. Yeah, the way it's looking so far, and I don't mean to be picking on the Leafs, but mm-hmm. I see the Flames winning the Canadian division. I I see the Flames winning, man. I so the I Flames think they're are- very good with fucking Markstrom back there now. They actually have a solid goalie, dude. They're fucking flying right now. All right, so I'm just gonna say it. You're overreacting. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I get where you're coming from, man. Like Markstrom. And new Markstrom and Tanev, that's the difference maker right there. Oh fuck, Tanev's dude, amazing dude, too. Dude, let's talk about this for a second because like I don't I don't think that the Leafs' performance is gonna really cause anyone to overreact. And like and saying Calgary's gonna win the division, a lot of people actually had Calgary to win the division. I don't think that's like an absurd thing to say. But what is fun is that a lot of people also had the Vancouver Canucks to win the division, and that. It's yeah, not looking good right now. I would not have put the Canucks up there. The Vancouver Canucks, after a lazy offseason by Jim Benning, just allowing the goaltender to walk, uh, allowing Chris Tanev to walk. Yeah, and then they end up scoring Nate Schmidt, which I liked. That was a good move. But uh, Holpe has been terrible. Yeah. Uh, Thatcher Demko has not been good. L- let, me, let me tell you this, Buck. The Vancouver Canucks... I know it's okay again. This is this is why this we talk about overreactions. I know it's only been five games. They're twenty eighth in the league in goals against, and they're twenty eighth in the league in shots allowed. Okay, <laughs> so they have some fun offensive pieces, but the big losses are from losing Jacob Markstrom and Chris Tanev to Calgary. In addition, 
Elias Pedersen, who is now five games in, has one assist. Yeah. Who, who people, uh, who remain unnamed, myself, have money on him to win the, the heart. heart Trophy this year. So, uh, again, it's only five games, but it's not the start I don't think any of us really expected. No, it's, I think they're in, again, I think we're, I think we're um, kind of targeting them right now. It is early. I, I see the Canucks turning it around. I don't see them winning this division by far. It's either going to be the Leafs or Flames for me. Um, but they are off to a rough start. I think their goalies, Holby and Demko, are going to come around. The team, Pedersen's obviously going to put up some points. Uh, Besser's been kind of slow. He had that two-goal game in the first game. Um and then put up zeros, I think, oh, for the no, next dude, two or three. Besser's been the only light, dude. Besser's awesome. How many points do you have last night? Dude, Besser's got four goals. Okay. Okay. So he had another two goal night last night. Yeah. So he's been good. Miller, I think, Miller missed the first two. Mm-hmm. And now he's back, but he, he's looking kind of slow out there a little bit. Like, okay, big takeaway for me, and again, only, only five games, I get it. But Hopi and Demko combined for an 8.88 save percentage in five games. Awful. Neither one of them has posted up uh, an over 900 save percentage game. Yeah. In, in two stars for Demko and three for Holpe. Like these guys are supposed to be battling for the job, and no one's, no one's showing up. No one's, no one's out here stopping pucks. You want to talk about rough starts? <laughs> who, who are you thinking? Uh, dude, I swear to God. They're not the Boston Bruins. I mean, they have three goals in their first three games. Do, do you think they miss Pasternak? I would say I would say they're missing Pasternak. Three goals in their first three games. It is two nothing tonight for the Flyers. Halfway through the game, Boston has not scored tonight. Let me ask you this: Is Brad Marchand past his prime? No, I don't think so. I think they're just they're missing that. Brad Marchand can score, but. I think without Pasternak on that line, it's so easy to shut down Marshawn. And every year, Burge is getting slower oh, and slower and older and older, right? But um, I think just without Pasternak there, it's just easier to shut down Marshawn. But like I, I've watched the games, he's still Marshawn. He still puts on a show. But dude, they have two players, man. Like Krejci's been okay. DeBrusque is like fucking shows up some nights. Shows up some nights he doesn't. But they're D man. Charlie McAvoy hasn't looked great, and and, and he was supposed to, be, supposed to be the only bright spot. Yeah, Grilchuk, uh, Matt Grill. Is that how you say Grilchuk? Grilchuk. Anyway, I'll just say that. That's fine. I'm not gonna mess around with that one. That's, that's a, there's too many Zeds in that name. Yeah, but like other than that, like Rask has been good. Their goalies have been good. It's just they can't fucking score. And honestly, I I see it. It's all season, man. Even with pass to back, I think they're gonna have a tough time. All right, let me ask you this. Reaction or overreaction? Tom Wilson's the new Brad Marchand. Whew. Uh, over. They're different players. I'd say they're different players because Marchand is more the skilled little rat that gets in your face and basically makes you take a penalty. Wilson is the grinder who will fucking hit, fight. Uh, he's gaining skill every year. Dude, he's so good. He's right so now. good. Yeah, he's so good. Did you watch any, the, um, the the other thing too? Though is Wilson plays on a much better. Ah, uh, I can't even say he? that. Does he? Mm. He just works so well on that line with Ovi and Kuzi, so uh, well. or ba- is it Basham now? Uh, they flop. I don't yeah, know. they flip flop, but Caps have looked nice. Have you? Have you? Did you watch the uh, the, the Capitals Penguins games? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. I, I'm obsessed with Capitals Penguins games. I can't They're believe so good. how much like I, we didn't talk about this in enough preseason. Everyone's like, "Oh man, like Toronto, Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal, like the battle." Oh, I said Pens, Philly, which is always a good series too. But like the, Sid the, and Ovi, battle man. Alberta all the time. Like we we're all getting hyped about that shit. Like, dude, Sid and Ovi head to head all the time. Malkin and Ovi. Like, it's so much fun. It's always an awesome fucking game. Those guys hate playing against each other i was watching the game i didn't even, i didn't even know this stat did you know that every time that the penguins and capitals have met in the playoffs one of them went on to win the cup really they've only met four times and obviously Pittsburgh won three cups three and, and washington's yeah. won but 
Yeah. I, wow. I, I would have thought they meant the playoffs more than that, but apparently every time they've ever met in the playoffs, the other team went on to win the cup. It's because Caps and Pangs, Penguins were always so high in the standings that yeah. the Caps normally would finish first and then they'd play the AC, right? And, and then they 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 the wild card. Then, and they'd usually fumble it in the second round before they got to play the Pens in the conference finals. Yeah. Yeah, they choke, yeah. Exactly. I love the games though too, man. Wicked. Oh my god. Did you So watch- let's I just want to say so so far um I think both Penguins and Caps have looked good offensively, mm-hmm. but let's talk about their goaltending because that's where I think both teams are really struggling right now. Okay, so one thing you said at the top of the episode was uh, Ovechkin, Orlov, Kuznetsov, Samsonov. You said those are all very big pieces on each team, or b- b- very big pieces on the team. Samsonov should be a big player on the team. Right. He's not off to a good start. No. I think the whole Henrik Lundqvist needing heart surgery thing, I think that's going to hurt them. Like, I think having that stability behind Samsonov would have, or in front of if he that's, could pull it off. And that's the thing is they don't really have anyone to turn to because their backups are weak. Mm-hmm, exactly. So there's but, a lot of pressure on Samsonov this year, and I don't think he's ready yet. But on that, do you think it would have been even worth signing a Braden Holpe for another year? Like, probably not. Probably not. Especially no, if he, he's still what he's showing pay out him. over there. And, and and he would have commanded more. Probably $4 million still. So it's just... No, it, they did the right thing. Obviously, no one well, foresaw fucking Lungfist getting a heart condition. No, yeah. So that really hurt them. But, I mean, it's still early. He might come around. But so far, not so good for Samsonov there. But uh, how about the Penguins? Tristan Jari. Dude... Hasn't looked. Casey DeSmith basically is their starter Dude, right Casey now. Casey DeSmith had a great game against uh, against the Capitals. Is he, is he? Do you think he's the starter going forward this year? Do you think they go with Casey, or is it too early to tell? Or Jari's not looked good, man. No, no, he hasn't. It's um, going to be a battle between the two for the starting. I think role. that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be exactly. It's going to be like when when Flurry was fighting for the spot with Murray the whole time. Right. Actually, real quick, back on Vegas. That's part of why I think. Vegas is so good is because they like, Flurry's been in this position before where he he's making the starter better by performing well behind him, and and Leonard's been in that position before too, like fighting for the starting job. And while I don't think they're fighting for it so much, I think the job is Leonard's. Leonard's. But Flurry's been there before. He knows how to be a team guy and and help contribute to the success of the starter. Would you say Flurry's the best backup in the league? I think he, I think you have I think, to say. I yeah, think you have 100%. to right. I don't know. I don't know who else you'd argue with. Like, unless you, like, do you call Ben Bishop the backup right now? No, I, I wouldn't. I think as soon as he's back, he's a starter. Okay, so I, I guess Kadobin is the only one who makes a case for best backup in the league. Then I'd still give it to Flurry. I'd, I'd probably agree with you. However, especially eh. after watching the game last night, dude, Flurry's still a go. Okay, so l- let's say, like, let's say Kadobin picks right up where he left off from the playoffs. Then, then he makes a case. Then he makes a case. I just think that last year is a bit of an anomaly for Kadobin. I think he's a good goalie. I just don't think he's flower good. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But um, I think, honestly, Vegas is winning that division because of goaltending. Like, look at Colorado. Both of Vegas's goalies are better than both, both of, of Colorado's. Colorado's goalies. Yeah, that's true. Man. So That's true. And St. Louis, too. Like, at Bennington, man, like, he's been shaky. It's been pretty shaky so yeah, far. He, he came out like that first game against Colorado. He was making some stops. He was, even last he, night, he was doing dude, the good stuff. And then they got the loss last night, but he had a 973 last night. Let in four goals against Colorado that one game and let in four the other night, or three or four against the Sharks. But that was a stud last night. <laughs> but he's a stud last Yeah, it's like man, hit or miss. Man, if, you, if he can be hit or miss like that all season, like even that, and then just like lock it down when it matters, yeah. ah, fuck it. Like it. It's, it's interesting though. It's interesting to see. Uh, yeah. you, sorry, real quick. I know we've we've mentioned. I, I'm getting kind of off topic here. Uh, we just mentioned St. Louis. I went back and I, I I had to check. I had to verify our our Mike Hoffman predictions. Mm. So to to recap. Oh, for, here we go. To recap for you, uh, Mike Hoffman just like obviously the start of the season signed a year uh, a one year deal worth four million dollars. I said he was going to have a one year deal worth. Six million dollars, and you said he was going to have a one-year deal worth five point five million dollars. 
Yeah, so you got it by a half million. Good job. Yee. I, I hated that. I I hated my pick more and more every day that it drug on. Every, every day that it, it was just, he was still unsigned, I'm like, the price is going down. The price is going <laughs> price down. Is going down. <laughs> this is bullshit. Like, the reason he hasn't signed yet is because no one's offering the money he wants, and the price is just going down every day. So annoying. But yeah. anyway, I, I think I, w- I would have had a better chance of being right in, in a not COVID-related season. But, hey, what can I say? Uh, I think you just got to take the L, dude. You got to just... Well, I, I'm taking the L. But in all the guesses we made, I still won. And you still had to pay... You, you still it sounds to, like you're making excuses, though. I still beat you overall. I'm just telling... Like, congratulations to Mike Hoffman. I still won. So, <laughs> fuck you. You're right. I'm trying to be a nice guy and, and tell you that you you were right and just give you a bit of credit and you try to turn around and make it like I'm the asshole. This guy's why you are the asshole. How do why do I hang out with you? I don't know. Oh, you God. tell me. Um. Okay. We, we were sorry. We, what were we overreacting to? Uh. Probably before Vegas. Uh. Goaltending. Tristan Jari. Tristan Jari. Casey DeSmith. Casey DeSmith. Okay. Are we overreacting about Tristan Jari? Is is this ner- should, if you're the Penguins, are you wildly fucking concerned? I think so. I think you are. Do you wish Even you still had Matt Murray? No. Okay. No. Just making sure. I no. Agree. I, agree. I seeing him in Ottawa uh, so far. I don't think he's been great. I don't think he's a good goalie. I, I think really. like, he came out all right to start the year, like in the first couple games. I think he was okay. Um, he definitely is an upgrade from Craig Anderson. I'd say. I guess so. Who is actually. The taxi squad goalie for the Caps, I read tonight. Oh, got, Craig Anderson? He got signed by the Caps, yeah. Uh, after the Lundquist thing fell through, they're like, uh, who else is old and still needs a contract? I guess so, yeah. So Jesus. he's the uh, backup to this other guy right now. But Do you remember the Halloween um, party we went to that one time where the guy showed up as Craig Anderson? Yeah. It was incredible. That guy was a dead ringer for Craig Anderson. Looked the exact same. Dude, skinny, bald guy's got to really capitalize on what they can work with. <laughs> I love how we can just hear Fletcher downstairs just screaming. Do you hear that? No, I got bad ears. Oh. I literally thought he said Riley earlier. I thought he was calling out to you. But anyway. Oh, maybe he wanted to hang out. Maybe. So we can't. It's COVID season, Kyle. Yeah, fuck you, Kyle. We don't want you up here anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're at the hour mark. Okay. Uh, I think I was pretty much done with all the things I wanted to overreact to. Oh, not quite. Uh, okay. Real quick. We'll, we'll get through these and wrap it up. Uh, reaction or overreaction? Phil Kessel, Rocket Richard candidate. He's 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 tied for the league lead with four goals. Yeah, I I think he has a real shot this year. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, Phil has looked good though. I've watched pretty much every Coyotes game because I've got a couple players, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Phil has looked good. He's looked a lot better than last like year. A, a bit bounce back. Oh, bounce back big guy, bounce for back because sure. last year was bad. Uh, even though he's at four goals in typical Phil fashion, he's a minus three, which, you know, I think hey. I don't see a, a single coyote player being a fucking plus this year. Okay, dude, because really, you got to think they rely heavily on their goaltending. Kemper has not been good so far. He's been shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true, which is bad because I drafted him in like every league I'm in. So I'm really getting fucked on that. Ranta might uh, take the reins this year. Yeah, perfect. Great. Great. Um, talking about the Coyotes yeah. waiver wire uh, honorable mention as well Connor Garland he is a little short guy on the Coyotes that you might not know about but uh, the guy's actually really good I've watched a lot of Coyotes games he's really good he puts the puck on net he's on the first power play he's on the first line uh, 20 I believe 27% he's of 27% week. rostered yeah, in so. the Yahoo Fantasy League so that yeah. that's a steal he's ranked 71 in our league right now. Yeah, so I got him in both that, leagues. That, that's a good one. That, that, that's a good pickup. Nice nice call, Buck. I like that. But I'll, I'll just say my waiver wire of the week. Do it. Actually, on the Coyotes, Jacob Chickering, defenseman. Chickering, yeah. Um, OEL is out for the next month or so. Okay. Um, so he's their guy. He's power play, and he's been a stud so far. He, I think he's ranked 18th overall in the league. Wow. Yeah, so uh, he's rostered, I believe, in 55% of leagues. So nice. if you need a good defenseman, Chikrin that, does it all. So cool. Uh, that one goes out to Booth because he actually texted me today saying, Chikrin better be your pick, and he was already my pick. Oh, wow, really? So I thought I was kind of joked. Shout out, Boofy. Shout out, Booth. Um, do you have any more honorable mentions? 
Tyler Toffoli, but he's in 55%. He had a hattie last night. Hey, I mean, that never hurts to grab a guy who scores a hat trick. Yeah, so. That's always good. Yeah, I think that's about it, though. I don't want to give too many honorable mentions. All right, cool. Um, real quick, you you laughed at the prospect of Castle being a Rocket Richard candidate? Yeah. What about Travis Konechny? No, I think hot start. Again, hot start. I think he's going to have a very good year points-wise, mm-hmm. but he's definitely not in the running for Rocket. All right, Brock Besser. Hmm. I'm going to say no. Okay, so all these guys just hot starts. Hot starts. Okay. You're on the record, hot starts. I, I actually... No, I just want to say, yep. Konechny and Besser are both leading their teams in goals this year. Um, I'm going to come out and say that because they probably are. Okay. okay. Um, but definitely, they're not going to win a rocket. I, I think with Matthews, you still got OV. Dude, I, I, I bet you Phil, Phil also leads his team in goals this year. Yeah, 100% he does. He really could. Like, all three of those guys probably will. Um, not, not the league, though. Quickly, too, just want to touch on Buffalo. What do you think of their start? I'm I'm fun. I'm it's I'm happy with it. It's it's been exciting. They're yeah. they're not winning games, but they're they're playing hard. They're, they're playing good games. They're competitive. They, sh- they almost shut out the Flyers the other night, and yeah. then the Flyers shut them out the next night. Now, so. now I do think part of that, dude. I do think part of that is the it, it was the Leafs going into Ottawa. Man, it's it's the Flyers being like it's the fucking Sabers, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, dude, you know what? The, the Sabres need a goalie, and then they're a playoff team, man. I'm, I'm going to say it. Their fucking D is good. Their offense is good. Well, they have two lines. Yeah. Jeff Skinner is a fucking travesty for that team, though. <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. It's what a be, travesty. It's got to be the worst contract in hockey right it's gotta, now. It's got to. It's got to. And they, they've they always had the worst contracts. Like, uh, fuck, who's the other guy? Ocposo? Ocposo was a shit contract. Bust. Oh, Ugh. God. But um, so far, that line, Hall. Oh, Reinhardt's another pick. If you don't have him, I think he's rostered seventy percent probably. But okay, uh, he plays with Eichel and Hall. He's going to get points, and he's on the first power play, so you should probably pick him up. Yeah, sixty-three percent rostered in Yahoo Fantasy leagues. Yeah, good picks this week, Buck. I, I look forward to hearing what you got to say every week. Uh, the one final overreaction before we wrap this one up: Varlamov for Vesna. No. <laughs> no. Dude, you know what's crazy? He goes undrafted every year we fucking do fantasy, and then he normally starts the season with a wicked game, and he gets picked up instantly. Um, Does he normally start the year with two shutouts, though? No, but, I mean, Devin Dubnik had four in one week one year, so you know what? Anything uh, yeah, I was I was playing against him in week one of fantasy that year. That was... The biggest kick in the balls. No kidding. Like fuck you. Like Devin Dubnik. Like, yeah. But uh Varley's gonna have a good year. Definitely I don't I wouldn't say the Vezina though. With the goalies you have, I mean And they were talking about Sorokin, their backup being the big thing in the Islanders and he was gonna play a lot of games this year, but I think the way Varley's been playing so far, like how the fuck do you take him out of the net? I think they sh- they signed Schneider too. Did they? I think they have Schneider in the taxi squad. On the dude. taxi? That's actually a good move, though. I don't mind that. I, I think it's because of Lou, right? Like Lou, Lou knows him from his time in Jersey. Right. So, anyway. Um, just an update. That game is 2-1 against the Devils. Okay. Fucking Devils, dude. They're holding their own. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, they're, like, dude, they're, they're fun. They're fun. It, it's it's going to be a fun season. I'm very fired up. I'm enjoying every second of it. Me too, man. I'm glad hockey's back. It's been a lot of fun so far. I'm excited to see what happens with these teams. Hell yeah. And who's going to bring Lord Stanley home this year? Hey, we'll just have to watch to find out. Fuck yeah, man. All right, tune in next week, pussies. Pussies. Bucking a boss, man. Bucking a boss, man. Bucking a boss, man. We out.